Thank you for joining us at Byesville Assembly of God Church. We exist to be a place of connection to God and to others who believe in Jesus. We hope you feel a part of our church family today. We invite you to listen close as our interim pastor, Dan Deem, preaches the Word of God. Hey, would you take your Bible and turn with me, please, to the book of Psalms today. And we're going to look at Psalm 136 in verse number 1 to begin with. Psalm 136. And, and um, I'm going to try my best to answer us a question. Something that we've heard our whole lives as we've been following God. And, uh, but I wanted to remind us of something. That God is. My title today, God is. And fill in the blank. God is. And we're going to be looking at several scriptures that tell us who God is. It's nothing new that you haven't heard before, but we're going to be reminded of it today. And just to do something a little bit different, in Psalm 136, if you have your Bible handy, you can see that uh, the, the writer is giving some facts about God, and then the congregation is kind of chanting something, and they're chanting four little words, his love endures forever. His love endures forever. So could we just have a little bit of fun and relax here a little bit today? And I'm going to do the, the narration. I'm going to give the, the, the scripture part. And I'm going to ask you as a congregation, whether you have your Bible or not, you can remember those four words, his love endures forever. And when I am finished with my part, you do your part. And if you're still confused, Marcia is going to lead you. Okay. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Give thanks to the God of gods. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. To him who alone does great wonders. Who by his understanding made the heavens. Who spread out the earth upon the waters. Who made the great lights, the sun to govern the day, and the moon and stars to govern the night. Verse 23, to the one who remembered us in our lowest state, and freed us from our enemies, and who gives food to every creature, give thanks to the God of heaven. Wow. What do you think God's trying to show us in this scripture today? <laughs> his love. His love endures forever. And how long is forever? I mean, forever is forever. And his love endures forever. And we're going to be focusing on who God is today. I heard on the radio recently that there is more stress for those that are between 20 and 30 years old than those who are between 50 and 60 years old. Um, I, I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know. But I do know there's stress out there and life is rough and we all have some difficult situations. Marcia and I, as a matter of fact, we had a stressful situation yesterday. Uh, we were asked to watch uh, uh, four of our grandchildren uh, for six hours yesterday. And you say, wow, that must sound great. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, they're four years old, and they're seven years old, and they're eight years old, and then there's a two-year-old that is... Uh, needy. What, what's, what's the word? So fairly handicapped, okay? Meaning she, she, she doesn't talk, she won't walk, she can't eat unless, unless God intervenes. So we're taking care of them. 
And they were at our house for a while. Marsha was making her traditional Saturday night pizza. I made smoothies when we were done. Everything was good. And then we took them home. And when we got them home, um, um, our son Aaron, or no, that was Wesley's house, wasn't it? Wes, Wes and, uh, and uh, Nikki, they weren't home yet. And um, so we, we got the, boy, the kids home, and their dog left a present on the living room floor. Their cat used a Lego box for a litter box. And then I made a mistake, and I, I took a drink that one of the kids had. I put it on the counter, and then the cat jumped up on the counter and knocked it over and water all over the place. And then the little one, the, the one that uh, needs, needs a lot of help, a special needs little girl, and uh, she was just crying and crying, and, and because Marcia made a mistake, because she kept saying, can you say Mama. Mama, and all of a sudden, this little thing missed Mama. Okay, and so it was a little stress, nothing like you know, earth shaking. But but what happened is that when I was in bed during the night, here's the thing, folks. It was stressful at the time, but when I'm laying in bed and I'm thinking about everything that happened, I almost start laughing out loud because it was actually kind of funny. Like you guys are laughing because you weren't part of it, and, and as I look back, I, I, it was kind of fun. That's the thing with, with life. Right in the middle of the situation, it's hard and it's difficult. But God is good. And in the midst of our situations, we need to lean on someone who is a rock, someone who is strong, someone that is never going to leave us. We need to come to the refuge. We need to come to God. And God is the one that we turn to. And then we look back and we say, you know what? With God's help, that wasn't all that bad because God has a way to turn things around. You see... God is. God is. And I want to ask a question this morning, and I'd like you guys to fill in the blank. I, I really, I need some answers here. Fill in this blank over here, this section first. God is. He's good. Great. Right, let's bump it up. Okay. God is. Anything else? Awesome. Love. Okay. The, 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 over here, God is. He's wonderful. Yeah. Awesome. Love. All right. They took all the good ones, guys. You get anything left? God is what? He, amazing. Eternal. The rock. Yeah, God is. The greatest. Folks, let me, just, let me just tell you. Whatever you need God to be, that's who he is. And sometimes we need him to be our defender. And sometimes we need him to be our refuge. And sometimes we need him to be our healer. And sometimes we need him to be our provider. And I'm here to tell you today what the word of God says. God is. And whatever we need, God is. And we need to keep turning to him. You know, there, there are many scriptures that talk about God is. And I'm going to give you some easy ones real, real quick. God is love. And I could talk about that. Or God is the savior. Or God is truth. Or God is holy. Or God is just but there's, there's some others I want to look at today. And according to our scripture this morning in Psalm 136, let me just remind you again, God is good. God is good. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. And it all starts here. We have to get this into our spirit, folks, or this world will drive you crazy. The stuff that we face on a day-to-day -day basis would drive you nuts if you don't understand and get this into your head that God is good. Get this, God the creator, God the supreme one, God the all-powerful one, he is good. And I looked up the word good when it relates to God. Here's the definition I found, just short little words. 
Listen, if this doesn't sound like God, I don't know what does. God is good, meaning God is close, intimate, devoted, loyal, faithful, reliable, dependable, kind, generous, enjoyable, pleasant, pleasurable, super, fantastic, fabulous, and terrific. God is good. Aren't you thankful that God is good today? God, we know God isn't bad, but thank God for that because he's all powerful. But God is not neutral. He's not neutral. God is always good. God is always active. God is always working. God is always moving. And we sang it this morning. When I don't feel it, when I don't see it, it doesn't change the fact that God is good. And God is, is doing something. You know, the Bible tells us, Paul, you, you remember the scripture that God will work all things out for good to those who love him, to those who are called according to his purpose. So because God is good, he's looking at your life, he's looking at your family, he's looking at your children, and whatever is going on in their life, we believe that God is good, and he's going to work it out for his good to those who love him. So let me ask you a question this morning. Do you love God? Oh, man, that's so great that 10% of you love God. Do you love God? And if you love God or because you love God, man, get ready. Get ready because God is good. God is good. And he's going to work things out for good because I love him. And he even said in Psalm 91, God said this. He said, I'm going to put my name in there. You can put your own name in there. But God said in Psalm 91, he said this, because Dan loves me, I will rescue him. Because Dan loves me, I will take care of him. Because we love him, God takes our situation and he turns it around for good. I don't know when, but you know what? We hang in there and we hold on to God. We just sang it this morning and we're going to find out for once and for all that God is good. And God is also unchangeable. Hebrews 13.8, finish this for me. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God cannot change. Do women ever change their mind? Okay, let me move on. Yes, yes, we do. I heard someone say, I'm telling you what, we change our mind. We change our mind. All God doesn't change. He doesn't change. He remains the same. He, he remains fixed, ironclad, permanent. He's not able to change. He is always the same. So get this. If God was good, he is good. And tomorrow when you wake up, guess what? God will be good because he doesn't change. He's always the same. If he did, was a healer, he is a healer. If he did defend you, he will defend you. It's impossible for God to change. You are serving someone who will always be the same no matter what. Wow. And, and then get this, that God is with us. The scripture tells us when Joseph um, found out that Mary was pregnant, and she had the nerve to say, but, uh, you know, I haven't been with a man. And Joseph's probably saying, well, I don't get this. And, and, and he went to sleep, and an angel spoke to him and said this. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son. And they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Let me ask you a question. Have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? If you have today, then I want to remind you of something. God is with you.
He is with you. There's never been a time in your life where God turned his back on you. God is with you, and he cares about you. And maybe that's just enough said today about that. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. God never sleeps. He never takes a nap. He never yawns. God is always alert. He's always active. He's always watching over you. And because he is always with you, then he knows exactly what you're going through. Man, that's exciting to me. You know, when I was a kid... And um, some people said I was a little ornery at times. I, I blame my two older brothers. They taught me some very interesting things. And, and, and I remember coming home from school one day. My mother worked at home, uh, and, but mom wasn't home. My brothers weren't home. Nobody was home. And I'm telling you what, I got scared to death. Because I believe that God at that time was a great big eyeball, and he was watching over me, but he was looking for every mistake I would ever make, and then he was going to smash me like a bug. And I had a feeling at that moment that the rapture took place, that all the saints went home, and then I was left alone. So I I knew that we weren't taking our clothes with us, so I went to my brother's room, and sure enough, there were clothes all over the floor. (laughs) But that's just the way they were, okay? And then finally somebody came home. But I'm telling you what, here's what I've learned since. That God is like a great big eyeball. But he's watching over me to comfort me, to strengthen me, to deliver me, to watch over me, to help me in my time of need. And I know that because that's what the Bible says. It's not because somebody told me that, but that's what the Bible says. And and that God is there for me. And when he's there. The Bible goes on to say that God is for you, F-O-R-U. God is for you, Romans 8, 31. What then shall we say in response to this? If God is for us, and he is, that, that wasn't a question. If God is for us, who can be against us? God is for you. And I want you to know, folks, that no matter what you're going through, no matter what, what struggles you're facing right now, God is on your side. That doesn't mean That God loves all of your opinions. Oh, you can smile. Come on. We all have opinions, and I probably have more than anybody in this room. I I just have opinions. You know the old song, it's hard to be humble when you're perfect in every way? Okay, I struggle with that. But I'm telling you what, God is for you. And what that means, if your opinions are over here and God's opinions are over here, God is for you, and he's going to help guide your life to get you back on his path because his path is the only one that matters. But also that God is for you, that when you have people against you, and it might be at work, it might be at home, it might be the one you you sleep with at night, if there's struggles and there's problems, hey, you turn to God because God is for you, and he wants to turn all of that negativity into something that's good to bring him honor and glory. God will fight for you. God will war for you. He will come against your enemies with you. He expects things from you, great things from you. He's got your back. He's got your back. You're not out there alone in this world. And God is for you. And we need to know our enemy. But let me, under, let, let, let me help you understand something. You probably already know this. But in 1 John 4, 4, listen to what John says. For you, dear children, are from God. You are from God and have overcome them, meaning the enemy, because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. Folks, the one in you is greater than the ones against you because God is for you. 
And we all have things against us. I mean, our world just isn't great. You know, this, this isn't where we're going to spend eternity. So, so we have to get through this until we get to heaven. But here's the good news, that God is for you, and he's on your side, and he is greater in you than anything against you. And man, for me, that just is so encouraging. Today, we were singing these songs. I just had tears in my eyes because of the promises of God. And I'm telling you what, because God is for me. Wow. Aren't you glad you don't have to do life by yourself? Man, that would be awful. Hey, God is. God is faithful. In Revelation 19, verse 11, here's what John saw. I saw heaven standing open. And there before me was a white horse whose rider is called Faithful and True. We know that that is Jesus, and he's going to be coming back to this earth on a white horse. But here's his name. They didn't say his name is Jesus. They said his name is Faithful. He is Faithful. God is Faithful. He is Faithful. He's Faithful to do what he said he would do. He's faithful to follow through in his promises, and we can trust God. And let me just tell you, parents today, it just has been on my heart. If you have wayward children, I want you to know that God is faithful to his promise, that if you train up a child in the way he should go when he is old, he will not depart from that, meaning he might go his own separate ways at times, but in the back of his head, he always remembers the truth because you as a parent raised him in the truth, the ways of God. And we hold on to the promises of God. Amen? Hold on to the promises of God. The Lord cannot deny himself. And here's something really special about the faithfulness of God. Here's a question. Have you ever found yourself to be weak and without faith? Have you ever felt yourself doubting and wondering if God's going to show up? Here's what the word says. When we are faithless... He remains faithful. Oh, man. Because we've all had those times. You know, the Lord said, do you believe? And you say, yeah, I believe, Lord, but help my unbelief. Okay, in those moments, God remains faithful. He's faithful. He cannot change. That's who he is. He is faithful. And we sang this morning, God is enough. El Shaddai, it's, it's, a, it's a fancy 50-cent word in the Old Testament. It's a name for God. When God told Abraham at 99 years old he was be, going to become a dad. How about 89 years old? No? Not, not ready for that yet. Okay. Here's what God said to Abraham. I am El Shaddai, and El Shaddai is the word, a Hebrew name for God that says this, that I am enough. I am enough. And God said to Abraham, if I tell you something, I am enough. I can do it. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. It's a beautiful name for God. El Shaddai is really a name that comes from a nursing mother. And a baby receives nourishment and strength from mom. The mom supplies everything the baby needs. The mom satisfies the baby, abundantly blesses the baby. Last night when we, we took the kids home, I told you, and then finally Wes and Nikki got home, and Marsha was very quick to take little baby Tinley and just hand it to mama. And as soon as Nikki held her, she just shut up. It's mom. That's God, El Shaddai. He's enough to calm us, enough to watch over us. We don't need God plus anything. We just need God. 
And the Bible says if we have the Lord and we dedicate our life to God and his righteousness, then everything that we need in this life, God's going to take care of us. Because that's what the word says. He is enough. We're going to be like a tree planted by the streams of water that David talks about in Psalm 1, that, that we're going to be fruitful, we're going to multiply, that our life is going to be prosperous. And I'm talking about the blessings of God here. And then could I say that God is peace? Man, I love this one. In Isaiah 9, verse 6, it's a, it's a word we hear, a scripture, uh, every Christmas. So, so let's, let's have Christmas in February. Hey, by the way, tomorrow's March. Hallelujah. Here's the scripture, Isaiah 9, 6. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called, here we go, the name of Jesus, wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father and the prince of peace the prince of peace let me just say god may not keep the storms of life away from you but he will give you a calm in the midst of the storm it's like your young child when there's a storm outside what do they do man they jump out of their bed they run into your room and they just jump on the bed right in between you guys and they just want to cuddle and guess what they are at peace they fall asleep and the storm is still going on and Jesus is saying here in the word I am that shelter I am the one that will bring you peace the storm may continue for a while but he says if you run to me I will give you a calmness right in the midst of it aren't you thankful for that Aren't you thankful for that? You know, that child knows just mom and dad being there makes all the difference. And for us, just knowing God is there, it makes all the difference. Psalm 27, 1, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? You know, there's so much to have stress over in this life. Forget it, man. Let's just, let's just focus on God and let God take care of us. Folks, I, I, want, to, I want to look at one more today in Revelation 22. That God is coming. God is. In Revelation 22, verse 20, he who testifies to these things says, yes, Jesus said, yes, I am coming soon. I am coming soon. And then John said, amen, come Lord Jesus. Folks, what a blessed hope we have knowing that Jesus Christ is coming back soon. If you don't like this world... If you're a believer today and you don't like this world, let me just tell you, this is as bad as it's going to get because we are going home someday. For the unbeliever, this is as good as it's going to get because they're going south. So, folks, it's all perspective. And Jesus Christ is coming soon. And what a blessed hope knowing that soon the Lord's going to come. And, and, and I often say, uh, said to Marcia and others, that when Jesus returns, I would love to be in the cemetery. Wouldn't that be cool? I don't know exactly how it's going to happen, but somehow, you know, the Word of God says that those in Christ are going to be raised first. So I could just imagine if I'm in a cemetery and I'm going to be there and I'm going to see these graves open up. And, and I don't know if I'm literally going to see it. I, I don't know exactly how, but I could almost, almost envision seeing these beautiful saints of God that passed, departed before me, see them rise right out of the ground. And I know that any moment... The gravity is going to lift off of me, and I'm going to be raised up to be with the Lord. Wouldn't it be awesome if it's a slow ride? Just so you could just see the beauty that God has created. When I was a teen, 
we would sing an old song. What a day that will be. What a day that will be when my Jesus I shall see. When I look upon his face, the one who saved me by his grace. When he takes me by the hand and leads me through the promised land. What a day, glorious day that will be. Do you folks know that song here? And I look forward to that day. I'm not ready to go today. There's still something for me to do. But when my turn comes, I know that when I close my eyes down here, the first one I'm going to see when I open my eyes is my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I want to hear those words. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You know, I joked about it before to somebody, well done. You know, did you ever burn a steak on the grill and it was well done? It's well done because it went through the fire. Sometimes we're going through the fire down here, folks. But it's going to be worth it all when we see Jesus. Don't you give up. God is with you. God is for you. God is good. God is love. God has a plan for you. And God is coming again. What a day that will be when my Jesus I Would you stand with me when I look upon his face, the one who saved me by his grace, when he takes me by the hand and leads me to the promised land. What a day, glorious day, that will be. Would you just close your eyes for a moment? It's going to be a wonderful day for those of us who love the Lord and have followed Him. For those who are not following Jesus, it's going to be the scariest day of their life. Today, I want to give you an opportunity to be at peace with life, to be at peace with God. We sang about it this morning. We heard it in the Word that God is good, and God loves you, and God has a plan, and God cares. But if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, God has a special gift for you. It's called eternal life, and it begins now. So if you have never accepted Christ and you would like me to pray with you, or maybe maybe you've had some time in your life where you just really weren't living as you should and you want to rededicate your life to the Lord, I'm going to open my eyes so that I can see who to pray for. But if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, if you want to rededicate your life maybe, would you lift your hand right now all over this building? Thank you. You can put your hands. I see see three there. Thank you. You can put your hands down. Anybody else here today? God is moving. Today, if you need to be reminded in your heart that God is good, 
you're going through some hard times and you just need God's goodness to come upon you, would you just raise your hand? God is good, yeah. Yeah, a lot of hands there. Would you folks be so kind to repeat a prayer after me? Dear Jesus, I love you and I need you. I dedicate my heart to you. I know you are good. Remind me of your goodness. Thank you for forgiving my sins. I choose to follow you all the days of my life. Remind me of your scriptures that you are for me, not against me. Thank you for loving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, the Bible says that when someone gives their heart to the Lord, the angels in heaven rejoice. Could we take a moment and rejoice with them? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. And for those who raise their hand today, could I just make a quick suggestion? Find a good church to get involved with. I have I have a good suggestion. It's a good church. It would be very helpful for you if you would tell someone the decision you made today. It gives you strength inside that like you'll never understand if you just go to somebody and say, hey, all you have to do, find somebody and just say, I raised my hand this morning. If that's all you need to want to say, that's fine. But that's going to give you strength. May the Lord bless you keep you, watch over you, and you hold on to God because he's holding on to you. Let's see God do something amazing here at Byesville Assembly. God bless you all. Good day. Thank you for listening to Byesville Assembly of God. God bless you and your family from all of us at Byesville Assembly of God.